Hello and welcome to the Hoops Dramas Podcast. Adam Schellis, we're joined by Javier Rain, checking in on free agency. We're going to call it season two and a half, because uh, it's not season three quite yet, and we'll have quite a few for this little uh, off-season season, if you will. Uh, Hami, breaking news. Moments before we started this recording, uh, DeMar DeRozan, the Bulls. So let's get your first take. It's good. You know, it's fine. You know, it, it feels good to feel like a big market team again, doesn't it? That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. So finally, we're, we're finally getting past the frustration of not getting guys we want. And honestly, some people didn't want DeRozan. But I, I don't hate it because DeRozan's not a bad player. And I mean, while I mean, it's only a three year deal. So, I mean, it's not like, you know, it's going to be too much. He's going to be the big he, he makes the most money. So, you know, someone's got to make the most money, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, what what were their gripes? Why didn't they want him? Well, I think it's just because he's a little bit older. And uh, well, he, here's the thing: I, yeah, I, I he's think thirty-one. It, he kind of his game is very similar to Levine's, isn't it? I, I'd say yes and no. What's interesting about DeRozan? What I do liked about him is that he can be a good closer. I think he could be a good closer for the Bulls. I mean. It kind of represents the direction that the team's headed because right now, DeRozan, believe it or not, you know, you'll see him listed as a power forward a lot of times, you know. Yeah. And so he, on basketball reference, he's listed shooting guard, small forward, power forward. Uh, he's definitely going to be in that three position that allows you to put Pat Williams at the four, uh, Levine, of course, at the two, and then Lonzo Ball, who the Bulls have signed as well, at the one. And so if you're looking for – athleticism all of a sudden you have one of the most athletic teams in the nba uh between you know your six seven two-way point guard that can get up levine who you could make an argument for the best pure athlete in the nba uh derozan who's been a highlight reel his entire career uh williams who lebron said has hands like Kawhi Leonard and then uh, Vucevic just a very important piece there as a, a floor spacer uh, the only guy I mentioned of that projected starting five who isn't a great three-point shooter is DeMar DeRozan but he's really hard to guard he's super effective in the mid-range and he just had a really really good season with the San Antonio Spurs he wasn't an all-star or anything he was close uh, to it yeah, you know, 21 points a game. No, bigger fan base could have voted him, you know, and it could have been interesting, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And so, I mean, I'll tell you one thing. No matter what this team's record is, they're going to be exciting. Because <laughs> the entertainment value of Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, not to mention Vucevic, you are going to see some, some yams. And you know, I, I, Bulls, I think Lonzo, Lonzo makes the Bulls a very good transition team. I think I'm very, I'm looking forward to that. Lonzo is very good in the transition. I'm worried about, you know, his offense uh, in the half court. We'll see how it works out though. I think Billy Donovan can put him on the right track. And also uh, with, with DeRozan, you know, it's the defense too that, you know, some people might be worried about, but uh, you know, he, he, he used to be known as a good defender. So, you know, we'll see if he picks up the effort, you know? I, yeah. I, think, I think I think he'll be committed, you know? He, I think he's going to like Chicago. 
the Bulls can't really get worse defensively. Uh, another guy who's going to help on defense is Alex Caruso. And so I think you just got a lot better defensively love between uh, love Caruso, that we got Ball, and DeRozan. I love that we got Lonzo and Alex Caruso. This is just great. Yeah. All of a sudden, like you really can't look past the Bulls anymore. I mean, this is looking like a playoff team. I'd be surprised if they weren't at least top six in the Eastern Conference standings when it's all said and done. It'd be done. disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be very disappointing. And potential to be better, you know. This is a team that was bit by injuries last year. It was unfortunate after that trade. They just had a lot of bad luck. Levine with the COVID situation, with the ankle. Uh, but you look at it in teams I expect to be better than the Bulls as far as record goes, the Brooklyn Nets, the Milwaukee Bucks, probably the Miami Heat. Yeah. Dare I say really? the 76ers, but I don't think that's a lock. I think they're a, in a weird place right now. I don't know. I think the Bulls could be in that Hawks Pacers here. What? I think the Bulls can be in that Hawks-Pacers tier. Oh, I think they'll be better than the Pacers. I mean, we'll see. The Pacers are going to be a lot better next year with a better coach uh, in Rick Carlisle. Yeah, yeah. On paper, they're a really the nice team. Be, I think the Pacers might be uh, – that's, that's, that's a good challenge for us. Well, we we should be able to kick their ass, right? I mean, like, we, we hope so. Yeah. Not kick, but, you know, win by 12. <laughs> I mean, shoot, man. They should be able to. They really should. There's definitely a lot of chips to fall. Nothing's a lock yet. But I am optimistic. I'm the most optimistic I've been in years. And just kind of looking at that depth chart right now and the way we imagine that shaping up, I think it's very interesting. I'm going to read off the trade here. But Lowry Markkinen was not moved. He's not moved, but is he, he's going to be a restricted free agent, right? Well, the, the point is, I mean, he could very well wind up on the Bulls still. Right, right. But it, it's just contract up. It's, it's, uh, I'm not sure if he's good. I think they sent out a qualifying offer, which yeah. might be – which either he can accept that or he can go – he goes in restricted free agents or whatever. I guess he has that option. And so he could be a restricted free agent. And I, I would not be surprised if the Bulls just moved on from him if that was the route that he leaves. You know? Well, it, it's going to depend on, on how much they offer him. Because, yeah, he's, he's a restricted free agent. I'm okay with him staying at this point. I don't think he's going to be a starter. Patrick Williams is your starter. But Markkinen, if you can keep him as a sixth man, and then all of a sudden you have Kobe White and Lowry Markkinen off the bench, two guys who can give you 20 off the bench. That's a luxury. I don't think Markkinen's going to be – it's interesting because I, I, I did say if he did go to the San Antonio Spurs, I think Popovich turns him into an all-star, and I don't think he'll ever be an all-star with the Chicago Bulls. But it's certainly interesting now when you consider having a perimeter shooter with Lonzo Ball – creating uh DeMar DeRozan creating who averaged like seven seven assists per game 
not only do you have a bunch of athletes, but you have really good passers. This team's going to be able to move the rock. This team's going to be able to slash. And when you do slash, you're going to create open looks for Vucevic and Markinen. Sad to see Thad Young go. And I think Thad Young right now is a better player than Markinen, but I think that the potential of Markinen is far greater than Thad Young, especially when you consider the fact that Markinen is 24 years old. And so this team's set. This team's set for the long haul, and it's going to be very interesting to see if he does wind up sticking with the team. I think the Pelicans will offer. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the Spurs try to make an offer still. Uh, there's definitely teams that could use that perimeter shooting. The Phoenix Suns could certainly use a guy like Lowry Markkinen. Uh, I think the Atlanta Hawks, if they aren't able to hang on to John Collins, that's going to be really interesting. Uh, the Golden State Warriors, that would be a perfect fit. Uh, but it, it is interesting because Markkinen's going to want a good amount of money, and that's going to make it harder for uh, some of the teams that are a little tighter on cap space, like the Warriors to make that kind of offer. So I really wouldn't be surprised at this point uh, if, if Lowry is still there. But going into this day, you know, reading some of the rumors going into last night, I'm thinking, all right, well, by the end of the day tomorrow, DeRozan's going to be a bull and Markkinen's going to be gone. But, but here we are. So this team is all of a sudden loaded with scorers, Kobe White can give – these are just guys who can give you 20 any given night. Kobe White, Markinen, Vucevic, Levine, DeRozan. I mean, am I forgetting anybody? Uh, repeat that again. Guys who can – yeah, Lonzo Ball. Guys who can give you 20 on any given night for the Chicago Bulls. Lonzo Ball, Kobe White, Zach Levine, Markinen, Vucevic. DeRozan. Yeah, that's probably right. I wouldn't expect Lonzo to get many 20-point games or uh, marketing, but... Yeah, I think those are guys who are towards the bottom of that list, especially when you can consider the kind of role they're going to have. But let's get into some of the Lonzo Ball stuff because I think this one's super interesting. We've been talking about it on this show for really since like January. Uh, 14.6 points per game, 4.8 rebounds, 5.7 assists, brought his three-point percentage up to a really respectable 37.8%. And he had this reputation that he couldn't seem to shake as a bad three-point shooter, but that's two years in a row at just under 38% from three, and he's only 23 years old. So anyone who's calling him a bad shooter at this point, I think that's a bit of a myth. And I'd like to see that field goal percentage go up. Absolutely. But at the same time, I'm not too concerned that he only shoots 41% from the field when eight and a half of those 13 shots are three point attempts. You're not going to have a very high (laughs) field goal percentage, uh, but the effective field goal percentage was a career high 53, seven. And that's very respectable in this league. He's also a good catch and sh- catch and shoot guy. The Bulls got their guard of the future. Uh, Levine, White, 
marketing and now Lonzo, these guys are all going to be coming into their prime together. Like I said, I don't know if uh, marketing stays around, but in theory, like this is a team that can be good right now, but will continue to improve over the next four or five years if they keep it together. Yeah, I think the Bulls, I mean, I think these these front office guys, they just wanted to make a, a push to the playoffs. And I guess whatever they had now, I mean, obviously just wasn't cutting it. So just adding more talent as they can find it. And that's really all, all you can say so far about the Bulls. I mean, they've been pretty very busy this offseason. And I, I'm really I'm really proud of that they're actually doing something, you know, they're actually making moves. Yeah. At least a summer for a change, you know. I, I, I couldn't agree more. Now, do you have any concerns about DeMar DeRozan as a shooter, though? I mean, that, that was kind of my thing. Uh, you really do I, have I to have some sort of three. that. Okay. Yeah, I, I think he's he's still really good in the mid-range, and I think that's very important part of the game. And I, I think, you know, he, he will he'll, – he'll probably fire away the threes or whatever as, as he sees them, but I don't think he's going to make that like a priority. Uh, like I, I don't mean, think he probably the- won't. That's the thing. Like, yeah. He didn't so he, take a lot of threes. So, like, stick, stick to what he does, and then I, I think I think that'll be fine. I, I'm actually worried more about the defensive aspect of the team, really. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think that's been a concern for a while with the Bulls. And the, the Bulls also uh, are able to shed some bad contracts. That, uh, Al Farouk Aminu. Um, yeah. On, on a, an expiring contract, too. So uh, that's 10.2. So him and Thad combined for, you know, 24 mil. It's financially savvy move. I think you still got a few good years left in DeRozan. <laughs> and honestly, man, I'm excited to play with them in 2K because the last few years, they're not, you can't really play against or play with them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're very they must be very hard to play with even. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it got a little better with Vucevic, but I still won't touch him. Not if I'm playing online. Not if it's a game that Yeah, counts. I can't I can't blame you. Yeah, I can't blame you, man. It's like it just seems like it's, it's kind of ugly, yeah. Yeah. Uh so very exciting news for Chicago Bulls fans. Uh just texting a couple of friends and so uh, any, I asked him if they had any thoughts I want to throw in. Kevin says the East is going to be interesting, obviously, but the Nets are favorites. But Bucks, Bulls, Heat all got better. I, I agree with that. We'll get into some of that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jose Hobson here. Fucking love this new Bulls era. He uh, said this on the Hoops Drama's Twitter. Uh, might watch the games now, actually. So Jose and Kevin both super psyched and uh yeah yeah fans have a lot to be excited about let's get into some of these other teams an easy transition the miami heat adding kyle lowry man i just think this is a hand and glove fit yeah and now uh dragic will probably be gone and uh dragic yeah you thank the franchise he's got dallas written all over him yes exactly so I mean, that's uh, Dragic is not playing in the Olympics. This is his brother, right? Yeah, is Goran. Zoran, yeah. So Zoran is playing, but not Goran. Right. Yeah, that, that's. Uh, I'm sure he's going to be thrilled to be going over there and 
Uh, it's going to be perfect for Kyle Lowry as well. Uh, an amicable split with the Ra- uh, Raptors. And uh, finally, uh, finally, I guess, I, I had assumed that he was going to retire in Toronto, but I guess, you know, he, he wants another ring. He wants another ring, another chance for it. And Miami, man, it's a perfect spot for him too. Yeah. So yeah. Miami's really good moves. You know, they're, they're trying to retain their spot, you know, from last year. You know, it's, it's heat culture all over it. You know, Kyle Lowry getting up there in age, of course, but he is just one of the scrappiest guys in the NBA. And that's kind of how he carved his way out in this league. You know, he was honestly like really good at, at Villanova going back to in 2006. So he comes out as a 20 year old, but it kind of took him a long time to find a place in this league. And it wasn't until he's on Houston that I started to pay attention to him because I was like, who is this dude with like the, you know, 13 and a half points, seven assists, getting some steals, getting some rebounds. Who's this scrappy dude, you know? And he eventually develops into an all-star. Didn't go to his first all-star game until he was 28 years old. And uh, last year was the first year since the uh, 2013-14 season that he wasn't an all-star. He was 34 most of the season last season but still gives you 17 points a game still is going to be a really good defender. His, his uh, seven assists and then shooting 39% from three. And uh, I would say, even though Dragic is an absolute heat legend, this guy's an upgrade, especially when you consider what he can bring to you on the defensive end of the floor, you don't lose anything offensively. And between Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, you have just a lockdown defensive team, which is the calling card of Miami Heat basketball at its best. Yeah, the the, the Heat are going to be really nice next year. I mean, it's going to come down to their seating and uh, really how, how the playoffs, uh, the bracket rolls out. So uh, it's, it's very exciting uh, time in the NBA. I guess like changes are happening because of these super teams forming. Uh, and I wouldn't really call the Lakers a super team, I guess, even though they're pretty new. But uh, it's just oh, that they were already team. a super team, if you ask me. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's it's a close call. It, it's that's kind of like where the line is. It's like a big three, but like I, it's just I wouldn't say it's like a super team though. Uh, yeah, I guess well, it's, it's a damn good one. Enough. Whatever it is, it's a damn good team. Team, it's gonna be a nice team. Yeah, I am uh, happy to see Duncan Robinson's stay and get his money it's it, what a cool underdog story that is just to see this the way that this guy you know undrafted and then yeah. has really turned into one of the most important shooters in the nba five years 90 million dollars not bad for someone who didn't get picked oh man, highest paid ever actually yeah it's a great story it's a great story for him uh i it's you know he he's a little bit older too right duncan robinson yeah yeah i want to say he's like 27 26 27 wow great for him man yeah i'm I'm just gonna double check there yeah he's 27 years old and uh on his career 42 percent three-point shooting that's just preposterous yeah, 
yeah, you know, one of the yeah, just a great uh, just a great role player for them, and uh, he's really going to be having a great. He's really going to have a bigger role next season. Um, I wonder how Hero is going to adapt to this too. Yeah, I think Hero after last year. I don't want to say he's an afterthought, but he's not the first guy you're thinking of when you think Miami Heat. Not anymore. Yeah, maybe a bit of a uh, disappointment. Is uh, yeah. at least in terms of last year. Last year, yeah, the sophomore slump. Yeah, you could say that. So, you know, the wheel continues to spin. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's it's the the league is in good hands, obviously, and uh, Milwaukee's got that target on their back. So the East kind of feeling a little more urgent. Uh, and uh, everyone's just very busy right now, you know, just making just phone calls and signing papers, processing people in, creating new accounts. Yeah. That's what they're doing. Showing them tours. Uh, the Knicks, and we, we aren't going to go through every single move, but we'll go through the big ones. Uh, the Knicks add Evan Fournier. <clears throat> Fournier is 28 years old, bounced around with the Celtics briefly. And honestly, has looked better than for Team France than he did ever with the Boston Celtics. But I think that he's got tremendous potential to really help in New York. Yeah, yeah, he, he you know, he, he's not he's not a bad player for them. Maybe be like their Landry Fields that they could have kept, um, and you know, could have been something. You know, uh, decent offensive player, and he, I think he's gonna be good for them. If you know, if they make the playoffs, he's, he's a nice player to have. Well, when you think about their lack of shooting in the playoffs and how big of a problem that was, this is addresses a very real concern for New York. Another big move for them is just to keep Derrick Rose. And the Bulls wanted Rose, but and it's very telling when you look at the order of when things happened. When did the Bulls sign Alex Caruso? A little bit after they missed on Derrick Rose because he went back to the Knicks. And so I think he just wanted a little bit more money and was open to a return to Chicago. Uh, And honestly, when you look at that Knicks team and when they turned the corner and got really good last year, it was after they did acquire Derrick Rose. Yeah. So that would have been a huge get for the Bulls and would have just been a Disney type story. But let's, let's face it. Crusoe's a much better defender so um you know if you're a bulls fan your heart might have really wanted derrick rose but maybe the smarter option would be caruso in a weird way especially because he's not going to cost you quite as much uh but tying it back into fournier uh this Knicks team probably right back in the playoff mix i but i do think that the bulls can leapfrog them now yeah yeah, I can see the Knicks being like about like five seed. You know, as good as a five seed, six seed, um, but like more like maybe like somewhere between six and seven. You know. Yeah, I'm thinking like seven seed for the Knicks because the Bulls just got right up in it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. Hopefully that they'll be healthy. Yeah, that that's always the big if, isn't it? Uh, sure, like guys like Lonzo, even you know, like Lonzo's had some injuries to his name. Yeah, this is true. Uh, Devontae Graham. Goes to the New Orleans Pelicans, so he'll be replacing some of those Lonzo Ball movement, uh, ball uh, minutes, I should say. Star Foreman. Jeez, 
forgot about that. Gar's down there, huh? Gar Foreman is is an advisor to the Falcons, yeah. Executive of the year 10 years ago. Shocking. Yeah, 10 going on 11, yeah. Yeah, I I don't think that that does a ton for them. I'm going to go off on a limb and say Zion Williamson leaves as soon as he can. The Falcons are going to do everything to avoid that happening, but I don't think that they're going to be able to build around him the way uh, him and his family desire. You know, he's got, they got this like big cool mansion and everything down there, but they want to win. And uh, I think it's going to be the Anthony Davis story all over again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just didn't get off to a great start. I thought this one was very interesting. Uh, Andre Drummond, one-year deal to the Sixers. He essentially replaces Dwight Howard, who went back to the Lakers for the third time. Hat trick, man. I, I wonder what number he's going to wear. He should wear three for the third and time Anthony he's Davis. been there. Anthony Davis? Yeah. 30, maybe 30? Yeah, or 33. It has to have a three on it. 33 is retired. Three is probably is already worn. Stupid Anthony Davis. What about nine? I don't know. The square root of three. Yeah, maybe 27. Three cubed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's 27 years old. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Andre Drummond is 27 years old. Dwight Howard's like 106. Yeah, yeah. He's probably, probably like 35, 36. I don't know. Yeah. Um, still a lot of chips still to fall. And so we, we still have a lot of uh, evaluating to do. You know, the, the big ones, obviously, you know, Chris Paul is back. Mike Conley is back. It's expected that Kawhi Leonard is going to be back. Uh, I, I do think John Collins returns. But are there any I haven't mentioned that you would like to discuss or get into? Uh, nothing really, because I really do not, because uh, I've, I've barely been keeping up with any of it right now. So, I mean, I have not, like, just small thoughts on uh, a lot of these teams. Yay or nay? I'm sure there's a lot of yays. Everyone's getting their guys they wanted. <laughs> no, but I don't expect Kawhi to leave or anything or anything crazy like that. I think it's going to be pretty quiet in terms of, like, stars moving. Yeah, I think we've uh, – I mean, this really did get started off with a bang. Uh, Dinwiddie, where did Dinwiddie go to the Wizards? I thought that was interesting. It's not going to make or break the Wizards. Uh, I don't know. And Dinwiddie's coming off a, a bad injury. No, I, I thought Dinwiddie was going to remain with Brooklyn, but I guess not. Oh, my goodness. You know, we do have to talk about this one for obvious reasons. I can't believe I didn't mention it. Oh, because it's not technical. I have the free agency page pulled up, but uh, yeah, Russell Westbrook. Los Angeles Laker and, and, and Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. I'm going to pull up the 2012 NBA all-star game. And I bet this is half. They the yeah, they're, yeah, they're all there. You can probably even like 20, 2015, even they might all have been there then too. What year is the first year Anthony Davis makes an all-star team? 
That's the question. Because let's see. Dwight Howard, Carmelo Anthony. Let's see. Did you say 2014? That's what I'm guessing, yeah. Okay. The 2015 All-Star game, I think. I think even that one will that's probably that might be a safe bet there. I think Howard, I don't know if he made the All-Star game that day, that one. Yeah, 2013-14. Okay, so 12-13, he was it was his rookie year. So, yeah, it might be like the 2014 All-Stars when you consider Davis. If Howard made it, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, no Dwight Howard. But essentially, you have an all-star team from a decade ago between Anthony Davis, LeBron James. All-star team. Yeah. Dwight Howard. Dennis Schroeder. Carmelo. Well, Dennis Schroeder, no no promise if he stays. I know. He's probably not staying. I'm, I, if Dwayne Wade didn't o- already own part of the jazz, I'd say he's calling LeBron James right now and say, hey, man, let's do it again. <laughs> With the Lakers. Showing yeah, up I mean, in a banana know. suit or something. <laughs> but I, I just – I have such mixed feelings about the fit. He's not a great shooter. He's never been able to adapt his game. But you still call him a super team. Yeah. I think I think the reason I'd call this team a super team is, I mean, you have just how many Hall of Famers on that team? Like LeBron the Hall of Famer. Team? Who's who's still an all-star? Was the Westbrook Celtics? Are they a super team? Who? The 86 Celtics. Yeah. Yeah. With Mikhail Parrish and Bird and Bill Walton. Oh, the Bulls super team? Which Bulls? The second three, Pete. Uh, maybe. I mean, I get I, the, technically they only had two All Stars, right? But like Rodman and Kuko, I wouldn't, pretty damn I, good. I wouldn't call it a super team. I wouldn't Would, call it Wouldn't? No, I wouldn't. Okay. No, I yeah. Wouldn't. I mean, Westbrook's, and even they- Celtics, that, that's even a stretch because it's not like Bill Walton was like, you know, Bill Walton, you know? Yeah. Like he was, you know, he was Sixth good in his man role. of the year. That's true. He was, he was good in his role, but yeah. You know, like, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's. This team's loaded, man. I mean, I mean, you, the reason why I, I don't, I wouldn't really call them the Lakers, this Lakers a super team because like they're not like because of that fit, right? That questionable fit. Well, you can still be an ill fitting super team. Just look yeah, at the Monstars. Uh, I mean, the, the other Lakers, right? From like 10 years ago, uh, eight years ago, Howard's first stint with the Lakers. Steve Nash, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, yeah. That, that was Kobe's, really Kyle Kobe's Gasol. last great year. And Kobe yep. barely getting those guys into the playoffs on the last week of the season. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that, that was, uh, I don't know, like that was supposed to be a super team. But I guess like in the middle of the season, no one was really treating them that way. I, like just, I can't yeah. think of another time when six Hall of Famers were on one team. Because you, you have Marcus Saul, Hall of Famer, Dwight Howard, Anthony Davis, Carmelo, Russell Westbrook, and LeBron James. Now Gasol, Howard, and Mello are all – their best days are over. But you have three guys who have the potential to make the All-Star game. 
And whether they deserve it or not, when you consider the Los Angeles Lakers fan base market and fan voting, I think they all will be all-stars next year. And Russell Westbrook went on one of the greatest streaks of his career uh, this year. Well, he he usually goes on some – he's usually hot. For some reason, he starts kind of cold to start some of these seasons. But other times, I mean, I think if anyone's going to keep kind of Westbrook in check, right, LeBron James. So it actually could work out really well for them. You know, because Westbrook can be their leader during the regular season. I think they just got to add as much shooting as they can. I wouldn't be surprised to see a guy like J.J. Redick wind up there. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, maybe another Danny Green reunion. We'll see. Uh, but yeah. anyway, this was just a quick little check-in episode. Uh, plenty of free agency to continue. And we'll keep you guys posted. A little bonus episode of the Hoops Drums podcast. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you later. Hami, any closing thoughts? No, no, nothing else. Uh, Go Bulls. Let's get moves. Yep. Go Bulls.